The Viewpoint, 8 to 10 p.m. Flipping conventional wisdom on its head. Songhez on SAFM. Many young South Africans don't have access to resources demystifying various industries or workplaces and what it takes to survive, never mind thrive, in these workplaces and industries. Most young people also don't have the privilege of mentorship, a sad reality for the majority, one might say. They do not have help that will help them navigate workspace dynamics, even in the workplace, learning negotiation skills, or how to network critical in developing one's career. It is for these reasons, then, that Careers Magazine was, in the first instance, launched. Formerly Destiny Careers, Careers Magazine is now South Africa's only quality publication targeted at young people at various decision-making stages of their job path, education, skills, development, and livelihood. And just as we've had financial wellness, financial education, financial literacy, as a fundamental feature of engaging yourself and your career path and all things relation to that. Careers Magazine is that and some job pathing, education, skills development. Knox Linda Azwe, General Manager at Careers Magazine, is on the line. Good evening. Thanks for joining us. Ngokeli, can you hear me? I can hear you, Sonia. How are you? I'm well, sir. How do you do? Ah, uh, can't complain. Can I call you from? Sorry, I like giving people nicknames. You can call me what you want. You'd be in keeping <laughs> with the majority of the people who know me. Um, let's have a conversation. Careers Magazine, also a TV channel, soon to be launched or already launched. Tell us very briefly as the GM. When one hears Careers Magazine, what should they automatically think? Jeez, you shooting straight to the hip. You're talking channel already. Okay, uh, good evening to you, Songs, and a very good evening to your SAFM listeners. Uh, my name, as you said, is Ngo Kelly Wapalindazo. I'm the general manager for Careers Magazine. When you think Careers Magazine, you need to think bold. You need to think brave. You need to think very, 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 very informative, very author- authoritative, and essentially, mm. you know, shaping the future of work and careers as we know it as we know them today. Of course, young people need more career guidance now than ever before. But having said that, all that career guidance will be coming from people who are engaging a world that these young people are in that is as new for the young as it is for the old. It somewhat does change the dynamic, does it not? It does, Songs. Um, look, we we went through extensive research before we actually started the magazine. So most of the decisions yeah. taken in the magazine itself are informed by a lot more ground research. Just to give you a bit of background, mm. the publishing company um, for this magazine is essentially a college or an institution of higher learning called CTC College. Now, CTC College is an institution whereby... It does a lot of e-learning and there's a lot of um, career guidance programs involved with CTC learning. In fact, what we did before even launching the magazine itself is we piloted a project called CGN, which is Career Guidance Network. And essentially, our publisher, Mr. Mpoma Zubadela, is very, very passionate about career guidance. And he wanted to take it a step further before we even launched the magazine or even think of, you know, delving into the publishing space. And CGN, you know, helped us in terms of, you know, gaining 
you know, a bit of perspective on the ground, what is happening with young people, especially with regards to even the magazine or publishing industry itself. Is it a viable business solution, especially young people? And all the, the information we received from the CGN perspective, we then utilized in formulating this, you know, beast of a magazine that we have. So when you're looking at, you know, the content coverage in the magazine itself, we we took a very, you know, conscious decision. And, and by the way, Song, everything that we do is very deliberate and very yes. symbolic. Um, and I, I want to mention that because we believe that we're living in a time where the consumer um, is, is very much informed. So, you know, consumers, sometimes they see beyond what you are telling them. They, they see you through your actions. And that is why we, we believe in, you know, a symbolic and a deliberate stance. So if you look at our magazine and the coverage in, in its entirety, we're looking at industry experts and we're looking at young people within the working environment itself. So what we wanted to do is strike a balance. Instead of having a lot of old experienced people giving us, you know, their perspective, we fused that with a lot of young journalistic voices to actually also then gain a bit of insight. And not only that, uh, most of our opinion pieces in relation to the world of work and careers comes from a lot of young voices. And essentially that was a deliberate move because um, apart from providing a platform that speaks to career guidance and shaping the world of work, we wanted to actually also create a platform uh, for, to give young people a voice, uh, to express themselves, uh, to express their insecurities within the world of work and not be judged for it. And in fact, in hope that another young person is, is looking at that and, and has some kind of relation to the stories and the opinion pieces. And beyond that, there's other aspects of which are very technical about different industries that people who are in niche industries would appreciate in terms of you know, from an information dissemination perspective. I hope that answers your question. I just mm. went on there. It, it does, and it does take me to another question because you talk about niche industries and industries that will be here until, until, like, for instance, yeah. food industry. I mean, it, it can't go anywhere unless you absolutely don't know what you are doing. But at the same time, there's an unfortunate reality of dead careers. And this is a question from one of our most loyal listeners who is doing very well in his respective career. More about him later. The question is, do we have a dead career paths in South Africa that young people will have little or no prospect of getting jobs? In other words, in as much as we do want to stress that, go out and express yourself, there's still a reality that curtails that expression in the sense that, well, this career is no longer as relevant perhaps now as it might have been before COVID 10 years ago because of what social media has done with the uptake of technology. So from that perspective, what are you now saying? Mm, rethink this one, young person. I, I like that, actually. And in fact, we at Careers are off of a, a slightly different view to, to date to that of, you know, um, you know, just saying that these are dead careers. In fact, what we want to interrogate is why those are dead careers. Perhaps they're not necessarily dead careers. They're careers that, you know, couldn't evolve. And perhaps, you know, there could be an opportunity in that to say how do these careers actually move forward. Um, so I, 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 like, I like that. And those are some of the areas of focus in which we're going to actually be showcasing in the magazine itself to say, you know, we don't want to take a decision. So we won't take a stance of saying these are dead careers. 
no, no, no. What we will do is we'll give you as much information as we possibly can, uh, positive or negative for that matter. You would make the decision or the assertion to say, is this a viable career choice for me as a person consuming the magazine? But what we do not necessarily want to do is have influence, which is also speaking to, uh, remember what I said about being deliberate and symbolic in our act, that we don't want to, you know, be very condescending in our tone uh, when speaking to our market to say we know better than you. Um, we, we respect our market uh, enough to, to know that they can take the information they have that we're giving them and they can make an informed decision. Ultimately, that's what it's about. Let's ask this question because I, I really want to get into the deeper issues now because I, I, I fully appreciate everything that you have said and it certainly would have helped me were I an 18-year-old all those many years ago. Yeah. Does the magazine go into some of the core issues of mm-hmm. what a young person needs to develop, either as skills or characteristics, to be able to handle the workplace. I'm asking this question because a young lady, Sile Bolani, was working at Standard Bank when she saw flames. She resigned, went on to the extent of even writing a book about it. That's how much it hit her. We are the ones we need talking about the experience of black professionals in corporate South Africa. Of course, your magazine is for young South Africans at large, but would you then be breaking it down to some of the issues that one will face in the workplace and what skills one has to develop in being able to navigate these tricky waters, so to speak, be it emotional intelligence or social intelligence or other ways of engaging the workplace and beating, if you like, the stereotypes and the oppression that takes place there. I mean, I could imagine that being a young woman is is incredibly difficult in corporate South Africa where you have the skills to match your male counterparts, but because one is above you, suddenly now the dynamics change and they don't change because of the work. They change on other reasons. I'm glad you actually mentioned that because in as much as, you know, we talk about the world of work and we talk about guiding someone in the world of work, it's not as easy as giving someone information about hey, if you want to be a civil engineer, this is what you need to be doing, this is what you need to be studying, and this is where the field is going. In fact, to your point, um, there's an article that, you know, we, one of our contributors, uh, and that article even touched me, um, and I think it was our first or or second edition, um, where the the contributor actually took a very personal story and, and wrote an opinion piece on it. And I appreciated that so much because she became, you know, very candid of the harsh mm. realities uh, when it comes yes. to expectations of young women in the working environment. For example, just to briefly give you the story, she came to she came to Joburg and she pursued a career in journalism and essentially things didn't work out. And because she left home, which is in the Eastern Cape, such a long you yes. know, way from home to come to Joburg mm. and pursue her mm. dreams. There were many expectations back home. And in fact, she couldn't bring herself to go back home and rediscover yes. herself. If in fact, is journalism something that she really wants to do? Having experienced, you know, what she knew within the working environment itself. And in fact, she actually did take a sponsor, just resigning, going back home and figuring herself out. And in fact, you know, towards the end of that opinion piece, she talks about how that process helped her discover what she really loves and what she really wants to pursue as a person moving forward. And those are the type of stories that resonate with us because, you know, she, she didn't romanticize the industry mm. one. And in fact, she spoke of, 
the true human dynamic factors, which are very much neglected, if we're being honest, when dealing with issues of career guidance. No one teaches you on how does one conduct themselves in a working environment. Beyond that, how do you deal with dynamics of a working environment? Because believe it or not, you, you're dealing with different personalities, different management styles, and you yourself have your own unique personality. And yes. no one actually ushers us in. School doesn't necessarily do that to say, when you're dealing with such, you know, personality clashes and, and, and such, you know, quarrels within the working environment or even mm. issues of self-doubt, let's say you are lacking in confidence, you know, in your work, how do you improve in such instances? People don't deal with such issues. School doesn't deal with such issues. And essentially, that's some of our areas that we want to cover more of. And you can only cover such through personal experiences. And in fact, the that's beauty right. of human dynamics is human relation. We relate more when we hear other human uh, beings being vulnerable about what they've been through and from a personal experience. And then that's when you actually start also getting affirmation to say, hey, what I'm feeling is actually not a bad thing. It's not necessarily the worst of things. In fact, it's normal. And we need to have more of that type of conversation. And in fact, what we want to do is we actually want to extend, you know, the platform at which these issues are dealt with. Because I feel like even the magazine itself is, is not a platform enough to delve deeper into the issues, which is why if you look at our business model, we we intending on branching out into doing a bit more webinars. Um, even the platform that you spoke of, you know, in the beginning of the interview, uh, that's a broadcast platform that we'll be launching in August. And that platform itself, you know, there was a, a de- it was a deliberate move from our part to say, you know, a lot of young people now relate more with visual content. And how can we best transcribe some of these articles and some of these deep-rooted issues that we talk about in the magazine into relatable content visually, which is an extension of what the magazine is. And young people can actually watch this, and it's it's in a lengthier format, and gain a bit more context and understanding as to what we're talking about. So it's essentially us creating as much and as many platforms um, to bridge the gap in terms of relaying the message or the information that is needed out there. So I'm glad some bridge the gap. about that. Excellent. No, I do appreciate that because that was my final question. And I think if I had a follow up to it, you certainly have talked nicely into all of those issues. And I'll leave it at the point. It's all really about bridging the gap, assisting young people in particular, but for everybody, I suppose, who's in a developmental space. And I would certainly hope everybody who breathes is developing decision making assistance in relation to career pathing, educational skills and general skills, development, livelihood, as well as just maturing on the job. Knox Lindazwe, General Manager of Careers Magazine. Tlegazi, thank you so much for your time. Thanks. Thank you so much. And thank you so much to SAFM listeners. Please, please, please do yourself a favor and check out our magazine. Uh, you can get it at careersmagazine.co.za. And uh, we will be on shelves pretty soon. Uh, we are actually in discussions right now with the easing of lockdown regulations that we will be on shelves in the next month or two. So be on the lookout for that. So um, if you're a young person and you're having self-doubt and you are having so many questions regarding what is it that you want to pursue, or in fact you are in the world of work and you're still figuring things out, this is the magazine for you. And we will be create, we'll continue to create more platforms to accommodate you, to ensure that you make informed decisions about your life and you also play a huge role in shaping our future as South Africa. Songs, thank you so much, my brother. Excellent. 2047, 